in this circumstance, how do you, um, you, Joe talks a lot about the, about being multiple. How do you go about evaluating, you know, what guys can do for you, you know, without a lot of, of competitive opportunities at this point? Um, well, first, let me, thank you for the question, but let me start by uh, expressing my condolences for the Tish family during this trying time. I know it's hard and just wanted to uh, take the opportunity to do that. But um, to answer your question, I think right now it's mostly based on, you know, past film, what we know about them as a player from there, but also just the mental part of it, what can they handle so far. And during meetings, the meetings we had in the spring, during the meetings we've had so far in the last few weeks, and I think it's partly our job as coaches to make it as simple as possible that they understand the core elements of what we want to do defensively because even with it be, trying to be multiple, the idea is to be multiple within a limited amount of scheme just so that, you know, we're doing all the fundamentals that we're looking for on defense, you know, in terms of, you know, playing with our hands, playing with good pad level, um, setting the edge, you know, defending the deep part of the field and, you know, and tackling. That's the main – those are the main focus, uh, what we focus on and trying to focus on that. Hey, Pat, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm just curious, though, your, your circumstances coming here. Uh, you know, you just got to Miami a year ago. Um, you know, what made you make this jump to, to come back? You know, I, I think Joe, he, he spoke on it earlier. You know, the, the Giants went through the process of, you know, contacting Miami, Miami, granted permission, and we went from there. You know, obviously I have familiarity with Joe. We worked together um, at New England. Um, and so, you know, presented an opportunity to uh, work with the Giants. You know, I have familiarity with the organization. Um, it's close to home. So it's been, it's been positive. And, you know, I'm, just, I'm excited to be here now in 2020. So, I mean, that's pretty much the extent of that. Um, I want to start with the back end of the pass rush. You have a lot of young guys back there, specifically a cornerback. Um, and, of course, you know, you brought in James Bradbury. There's reports that Ross Cockrell is going through the, the testing protocol. I know he's not signed yet. But can you just kind of, um, I guess, when you look at that young group, just sorting that out? Because that back end of the defense is going to be so important for the pass rush. No question. Um in terms of the pass rush, I think, you know, when you're dealing with young players coming into the league, you know, uh, just like any other position here in the NFL, it's different from college. It's different from college. The pass rush is different from college. And what I mean by that, they got to start to understand and learn some of the intricacies of how to rush the passer in this league. You're dealing with, you know, the 32 of them in the world that can throw the ball. Um, how are we going to try to affect that, that passer? And understanding that, you know, if you just run up the field, you know, there's a chance he's probably going to step up. He can still get the ball off with accuracy, throwing inside throws, which are the easiest throws. So trying to get the guys to understand how we got to fill the pass rush lanes, how we got have to work together to affect the quarterback um, effectively. And it's a, it's a process. And so we're right, you know, in the beginning of the process right now, you know, we did some, we tried to tackle some of it on film during the spring. But right now we're in the process of, combination of the film, uh, you know, the drills on the field and just kind of getting acclimated and figuring out what everybody does well and see how what's the best plan that we can put together to utilize the talent that we have. So, you know, again, these guys are young, but, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You know, just these guys, it's all about performance and what they do. So once we get to the field, we'll find out and get a better idea. And along those lines, and this is my second one for you, um, up front, it seems like you've got, you know, quantity 
at pass rush, you know, edge rushers, you've got mm -hmm. Tyler, X-Man Carter, and uh, Marcus, and so forth. How do you kind of like sort through them? Because it looks like, you know, on paper at any rate, you have more weak side linebackers as opposed to maybe guys that you can play. And, you know, do you envision a rotation or how do you anticipate that might play out? I think, I mean, again, not to be cliche, it's going to be week to week, but I think during this development stage, like we're developmental stage where we're trying to find out what we have, they all have, you know, unique skill sets. Um, and so we have to figure out, okay, is this guy a better rusher on the inside? If we stand him up on the inside, is he a better rusher on the outside? Is he better from the left? Is he better from the right? I think it's going to be um, some trial and error and, you know, getting everybody on the same page and just, you know, trying different packages, different schemes and see how that plays out. But I mean, whether it's going to be a rotation or not, it's too early to even talk about that stuff right now, but everybody's going to get an equal opportunity and whoever ends up, up being out there is going to be based on they earned it during camp. So, it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be fun to work with these guys. I mean, I know this. They all they all work hard. Brett does a great job coaching those edge guys. Coach Spence does a great job of coaching the interior guys. So I'm real excited to see how it plays out. Thank you, Coach. No problem. Jordan. Hey, Pat. Welcome back. How are we doing? Good, good. Uh, we knew you, you know, as the defensive line coach with the Giants. You went – you got experience, you were a linebackers coach, and, and then you went with defensive coordinator. So I'm curious, how would you say, you know, who is Pat Graham, the defensive coordinator? I'm just curious how you look at it. Like, what do you believe in? What are non-negotiables for you as a defensive coordinator? Um, well, I see myself, I always say, and the staff will tell you this, the players, I see myself as an old D-line coach. That's why I see myself as, you know, I mean, it's more, I mean, that's how I see myself. But I'm the coordinator. So in terms of the stuff that's non-negotiable, what we're looking for are guys who put the team first. They value the process and they play with good football position. So, you know, again, team first, that's pretty self-explanatory right there. You know, you know, we got to get over ourselves in order to accomplish a goal. And, you know, we can't, you know, let our personal feelings or personal objective agendas get in the way. Um, value the process. I think it's important that we come here and understand there's a limited amount of time each day and throughout the season, there's a limited amount of time, and we have to come in and put the necessary work in and the hard work to improve. And we have to and we have to embrace that. I think that's a big part of um, what I'm looking for when I'm talking to these guys. And then, lastly, the football position—that's just playing. You know, talking about your eyes, hands, and your feet. You know, so that's what we're looking for for these guys. That's really what we're concentrating on during this early part of camp right now. So those are the things that like I'm looking for right there, and then. I would say we got, I mean, there's got to be an element of toughness. And then how, how are we going to measure toughness? You know, there's mental toughness. We know that. And the physical toughness. And then I tell the guys straight up, it's how we play the run game and how we, uh, and how we affect uh, the uh, special teams coverage units. So, you know, I think that's important that that toughness comes out. And I know Joe spoke on it. You know, we want to be a reflection of the region. And this is a tough region in terms of tough people make up this region. You know, I grew up in Connecticut. And so I'm familiar with the area, but, you know, I think it, I think I want our toughness to jump off the, uh, the film in terms of how we cover kicks, how we affect that as a defensive unit, how we – the guys from defense on those units, and then how we do um, against the run game, so. And real quickly, schematically, I mean, 3-4-4-3 three, or four, four, three, – yeah, I mean, Joe talked a lot about multiple hybrid. Where do you what's – your, what's your – you know, I mean, we saw what you did in Miami, but – 
Well, I always answer with yes. So you say four three three four two four three three five, whatever you want to say. I'll say yes. I mean, I'm not trying to make a joke of it, but we're going to do what's best, like what we have in terms of the people, the personnel we have, and then what we think is best for the game. But, I mean, I would say this, you know, the game is mostly made up of sub plays, you know, whether you look at the percentages, um, you know, most of the time there's three receivers out there. So I think you got to kind of look at it from a sub uh, perspective in, in terms of how, um, how you're going to deploy the guys and then go from there. But, you know, I mean, whether it's a three, four, four, three, a four, two, five. I mean, they all have you know basic football foundation in terms of defensive scheme, so they all kind of blend together in my mind. We're gonna take three more, uh, Ralph. Hey, coach, how you doing? Good, good. How you doing? Good. Uh, you described yourself as an old D line coach, and uh, obviously one of your key players is a defensive lineman and Leonard Williams. I'm curious as to what you thought of him. And, you know, the knock on him for years has been not enough pass rush, not enough sacks. Does that necessarily matter to you, or does he do enough other things to be valuable for whatever you're going to do with your scheme? The thing that stood out for me about Leonard is that the fact that he's been very I – mean, he's very inquisitive. He wants to know – he wants to know why he should be thinking that, what, what he should be thinking here, um, asking our opinions, whether it's me, Coach Spence, just – talking to us in terms of trying to find out how to be a better player. And so far, he's been working really hard, um, been real diligent in the classroom. You know, from afar, I know he's a he's been a productive player in this league. He's a big body who has athleticism, plays with his hands, who affects the passer, who can play in the run game. So right there, and he can move up and down the line. So right there is, a you know, there's a big smile that comes on my face when you're dealing with someone like that. And can't wait to get, you know, your hands on him and just – okay, let's get out to the field and see what he can do and uh, be able to coach him. But, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm excited to be around him, to work with him. I'm excited to be around all the guys. I mean, you know, we got guys that, you know, from afar, been very interested in coaching these guys. Dalvin's somebody I've coached in the past, but I'm excited to work with BJ. I'm excited to work with uh, Dex. I'm excited to work with all these guys, you know, whether it's RJ, AJ, I'm just and Chris Slayton. I'm excited to work with all these guys. Emory, coach, you guys brought in a, a tall, lengthy corner in Christian Angulo, and I was interested to get your thoughts on his game, what you saw from him on film, and in a pressure style defense, how does having a taller corner like that with his with his ability help you out overall? I think Christian has a, a unique skill set, his size, and then he also he can run. So right there, you know, the ability to play with have some size, you know, where. He could be, a, instead of us getting him uh, mismatches, he could also help. But, I mean, the big thing for him is the size, the speed, and then his willingness to learn. I mean, obviously it's going to be a transition coming up, uh, you know, his first year in the league. But, I mean, we'll see how it plays out, him working hard and, you know, being diligent and, you know, listening to coaching and going out there and getting in condition. But um, I'm interested to see how it plays out here in camp with him. Last question here, Zach. Hey, Patrick, um, you talked Hello. about Leonard a little bit ago. I was curious about uh, Dexter Lawrence. What, what kind of your impression was of him before you got here? I'm sure you scouted him a bit coming out of Clemson. And then what, what, what do you think of him since you've had a chance to, to coach him a little bit? I'm telling you, every I met, so I met Dex before during the combine time, and I thought he was big then or tall then. Then, like, you know, you go a whole year, you don't see him. And I saw him at, before the game when uh, Miami played the Giants, and I realized, okay, yeah, this guy is pretty big. And then when you finally see him again after, you know, 
such a, the hiatus off of football. You know, everything was over Zoom, and he's reduced to a one-inch box. And all of a sudden, you see him walk in there. I'm like, this dude is really big. <laughs> so that, that, that would probably be my main impression. And, I mean, he's a pleasure to be around. He has a, a, a bubbly personality. I mean, I would say that counters my – you know, my demeanor that's usually not too bubbly. So, <laughs> and, you know, has a way of keeping it light. And I like that. I mean, you know, I think a big part of uh, being a coach and being in a leadership role is being, uh, you know, receptive to other people and how they, they are. And I think, you know, I, I like that about him. I like that about him. And I know he works hard too. So I'm very excited to be around him. Um, very excited to see him out there on the field and get this thing going. What what does stand out about him as a defensive tackle? Like when, especially when you were, you know, when, when you look at him, and again, I don't want to default to this, but the athleticism is obviously there. I mean, like, you know, the athleticism is there. This guy is a big body who can run, who can bend his knees. But the thing that stood out to me, and maybe it's it's a football thing, but it's the effort he plays with a really <laughs> high level effort in terms of trying to chase plays from the backside. There's a screenplay that we show. Of uh, this guy, you know, he's on the left side defensive tackle, plants his foot in the ground. I think it's against Tampa Bay. Runs down, we miss a tackle, gets there. He's running on top of the tackle, so it went from you know a big game to a shorter game because of, of this big man running on the uh, on the field, and it jumped out to me when I was going back through the tape. So I mean, not to take away from him as a you know an interior pass rusher, as an interior run stopper, the effort he plays with. I mean, I, I'm very excited to see that because when those big guys are the guys leading with the effort on the field, you can feel that. You can feel when the 300-pound man is running to the ball carrier. You can feel when the 300-pound man is hitting that check down. The opponents will feel that. So that's exciting to see because I think, you know, uh, the guys will feed off of that.